Hey. Hey. Welcome to episode 15 of the Black Millennial Marriage Podcast. I am your host, Mikey. <laughs> you know I'm Randy. <laughs> what are you doing? Uh, I'm happy. This is a good day. And I'm excited about this episode. Um, like I am all the time when I get to work with you. Um, it's getting near the end of the month. So to all the listeners out there, please make sure that you subscribe if you haven't already, because you can get your chance to win a yeah. giveaway this month. Um, Randy <laughs> has something very important she wants to share with everybody before we get into the episode. Go yes. ahead, dear. I feel like Mikey's leading y'all on, but I would just like to apologize. <laughs> the last episode, there was a lot of like popping in the mic because I had my pop filter filter off but only because i thought y'all couldn't hear me and it ended up sounding crazy no one has said anything yet because no one can i mean but i care i listen to our episodes a lot and and it was really hard for me to listen to that one because i kept hearing myself popping on all the p words and yeah so i apologize it wasn't you had a wet mouth mikey (laughs) (laughs) that's my apology (laughs) thank y'all for being understanding pop filter is on we should be fine. We should be fine. Okay. Uh, something new we have on this episode. Um, so Randy and I have a Google number. Yeah. So people can call in and leave a voicemail. Yeah. Um, obviously, leave us some feedback. Shout out. I don't know, your cousin or whatever. But the number for that is 770-450-4098. Obviously, we're going to put that in the description. But And if you enter the website through your phone or through any type of tablet or anything, you will see the call button automatically. You can't sit on the website through a laptop or a computer. But it is there if you go on our website with your phone. Yes. And we're going to listen to all of them. Yeah. Which should be fun. Yeah. Um, so naturally, because we sent out a message to our family saying, hey, we have a voicemail. We had a special caller call in. Yeah. And leave us a message. Mikey's mom broke yeah. our voicemail cherry. Well, she didn't, she didn't break my cherry. The voicemail cherry. Oh, okay. oh my God. <laughs> okay. We're going to play it for you. We hope you enjoy excited about it so at three o'clock in the morning i'm at work i get to listen to you guys and i laugh i think it's so funny you guys are funny but you know it would have been nice like and voices like hey this is mikey hey this is randy and then you say blah blah blah. i like that cohesiveness but i'm loving y'all i'm enjoying the episode y'all look crazy funny you should have good bark ever so often so we know he's around or she is it a she i'm sorry but anyway good luck as usual Go, go, my key, go around. Talk to you soon, Maryland. Bye, bye. Now check it out. Now look, the apple don't fall far from trees, right? I'm in the land of milk and honey with the bees, like. And if I'm ripping it, what I'm sowing with my seeds, like. Now check it out. I've been a father since I was a toddler. So that was my mommy. Yes. It was so funny. Thanks, no, Mom. No. A couple of things need to be addressed. Right. Why don't you know? That girl is a boy. Mom, <laughs> you do this every time. Is it a girl or a boy? Mom, Groot's been definitely in the family a boy. for three years. Yeah, he was three next month. Yes, on July 4th. That was so funny. Thanks, Mom. Also, is anybody else bothered by the fact that my mom listens to a podcast with her son and daughter-in-law talking about sex at like 3 a.m. It's 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 weird. I mean, we like those are her support. work hours. So like, it's, yeah. I love the support. Yes. Thanks, mom. <laughs> okay. Welcome to episode 15 of the Black Millennial Marriage Podcast. Uh, sometimes you're hard to love. Mm. Yeah. 
In this episode, we're going to share some flaws that we've each recognized within ourselves and how these quote-unquote flaws affect each other. You excited? Yeah, I mean, yeah. <laughs> Babe. She did like this <laughs> eye roll, shoulder Kanye shrug thing. No, I did it. Uh, we're doing this episode because we want people to know so that. Extra. What? I love you. I love you too. You Are you the, okay? I am okay. I'm you excited. You don't seem okay. Don't you see the smile on my face? You seem a little stressed. It's been a long week. We're not doing things we find hard to love about each other. We're doing things we find hard to love. Like about we know ourselves. are hard to love about that, ourselves. So, yes. Don't but you look that. like, you look stressed, babe. I'm not stressed. Okay. I think this would be interesting. Okay. Go ahead. Um, <laughs> so the reason why we came up with this episode is because we want people to know that you are not going to be perfect uh, before entering into a marriage. Yeah. There are things you are going to work through and on with each other that cannot be avoided. Right. I feel like a lot of people, just in general, not just with marriage, but in big life events, before you have kids, before you go to school, before you move, before you anything that is different, you feel like you have to be a certain way completely before that happens. But if that was the case, we'd never get married. Nobody would ever get married True. or do anything because you're just not going to be perfect. <laughs> Ever. Or the way or where you want to be by the time you like think you should be there. I like okay. the way you articulated that. <sighs> Why are you sighing at everything I'm saying? <laughs> love you. I love you. I love you too. Babe. Yes. You are leading this episode. I'm... So before we get into our episode. <laughs> I cannot. It's <laughs> just letting you talk. Before we get into our episode, Randy is going to start <laughs> us off with her love story. Yeah. So, what you got, babe? So, I found this love story on First Coast News. Came up in our Google Alerts, and I thought it was really cute and sweet. Okay. And I'm trying to turn a new leaf and not be so dark all the time. Thank you. So, this story is about Sib and Ruth Harper. They were friends who fell in love, but before they could get married, Sib enlisted in the Army during World War II. When he came back, he got a job working with the railroad, and they eventually eloped for $5, which is what we should have fucking did. <laughs> Wait, what? $5. That's how much it costs? Back in the 40s, yep. Huh. They had their honeymoon in Douglas, Florida, and set up shop in Jacksonville, Florida. At one point, they even worked together at their beauty salon called Sib and Ruth's Beauty Salon. <laughs> Sib said, when you work together, you want to prosper a little bit. I guess we did prosper a little bit. They, um, sorry, I had to turn my page. They had two daughters, Renee and Sybil, and have had great grand and great grandchildren. And the family has been inspired by their love. Their daughter, Renee, has been married to her husband, Ronnie, for 45 years. And their daughter, Sybil, has been married to her husband, Billy, for 40. Sib and Ruth, now married for 71 years, still hold hands while watching TV. Isn't that cute? Oh. However, sadly, dementia is taking Ruth's ability to speak, but every now and then she will mumble, I love you. Sib says the key to their marriage has been keeping Christ centered for all those years. And he also says that they always knew that marriage wouldn't be an easy journey, but it is a walk they always wanted to share together. Isn't that sweet? Couldn't just couldn't let it. <laughs> I can't help that people go through vibe. real things. Okay, this is positive. Yeah. She still says, "I love you." I know with dementia. It's like the notebook. <laughs> we gotta go like that, babe. What do you mean? You want me to go but, with you having dementia and forgetting about me? So I like this love. She's not gonna answer my question. No, I don't want to forget you to forget. But she remembered in the end. Don't you remember? That's true. 
And they did die. And they died together. That's true. Yeah, we got to go together. So I chose that love story one because it was really sweet and okay. it was a good one that I could find in our slew of Google alerts, but also because I recently just told you, you know, hey, I've been trying to envision us living together, being married in really old age because, you know, I've been, you hadn't been thinking lately. about that before. No, I've always thought that like one of us will die early or something. Just really morbid. I have no evidence or proof that this will happen, but just not thinking that I would have like the love of my life till I'm like 80. So I've been mentally like envisioning us being really old and gray with our children, taking pictures of us. And it's been beautiful. I in old age have a fade and you have your locks, <laughs> your gray locks. That's funny because I'm cutting these things off. Exactly. But you're going to get them back. We all know that's that's going to happen. Maybe. But yeah. Well, thank you, babe. You're I like that story. That wasn't bad. It was sweet. It was. It was sweet. It was sweet. And you did keep it. I kept Positive. it like, yes. It was like, all right, let's get into our topic. Okay. So again, the name of this episode is Sometimes You Are Hard to Love. Yeah. Um, so how this is going to go is I'm going to name some things that I find hard to love about myself. Are things that I think make my wife's life difficult, ultimately. Yes. And Randy is going to share some things that she thinks yeah. makes my life hard. Yeah. You know, because it's about accountability, recognizing what your issues are and how they may project in the marriage, how that impacts the person you are living with. And knowing yourself. Yeah. Shit. Being self-aware. These things are important. Yeah. So we're going to do three things each. Yep. Right. Um. All right. Uh. So what we mean by flaw when we get into this, these flaws is just things that irk the other one. Um. Nobody's perfect, obviously. But we don't like resting on that. Mm-hmm. So like knowing what your flaw is, is important because you should be working on that or else what are you doing? Yeah. And yeah. not just for your partner, but for yourself. yourself. So because you can't, I just think you need to take care of yourself so that you can, I don't know, be good to someone else. We're going to talk a little bit about how we develop these individual flaws yeah. and how we are fighting actively against these flaws. Yeah. And I'm going to start us off. And I think that this one is hilariously Perfect ironic to start and coincidental with because it just happened for the first five minutes of this podcast so number one one of my flaws that i recognize i have to check because it uh it can be hard to love about me is i play too much <laughs> i be having mad energy and i'm like really optimistic and i do too much sometimes it can be a lot it's a lot and you have heard randy from multiple episodes say i'm a lot <laughs> and i don't fight it i'm a happy person i'm a i'm a positive dude um reason for that being is because i didn't dealt with a lot of sad shit mm-hmm. and i'm just kind of over it it's not really your happiness though by that i mean let's let me one i said i play too much okay i do it'd be at the wrong times i'd be wanting to touch you when you just wasn't in the mood to be touched as we wanted to like joke with you or tickle you or like poke you when you you know you again no i hate <laughs> to be poked but i enjoy like poking and that can be taken either way. Mikey. That you, yeah, you know, I just enjoy, <laughs> I'm a playful person, but that's just because I'm just, I'm just, I try to be happy as often as possible. And sometimes all that happiness and energy and optimism can be annoying. By optimism, I mean, there are times where, you know, you are upset and you just want to be upset and talk about how you're upset and you want me to hear you out. And it takes me years to learn. That you just wanted me to hear me out. Even though you've said multiple times, I just want you to hear me out. Not fix it. Not I just fix want you to me. listen. You said just that so here. many times. Just and here. I listened out of the hundreds, probably single digits. 
Because I was like, but but you're but you're dealing with something that I want to help with, and I got all the energy in the world to give to you, babe, and I want to help you solve it. And that optimistic shit can be annoying. Like, why are you trying to see the positive and like? It's not just being right the positive. Like, it's just you? like sit down. You're like a flubber. <laughs> what? Okay. Bouncing off the walls, doing too much. Uh huh. I'm tired. But flubber brought people joy. Yeah, and you do. You do bring me joy, babe. You do. But you're tired of me. You're tired of the flub. <laughs> I love you regardless, but, uh, you know, I try. And one of the ways I try to keep this in check is just listening to Randy the first time. You know how, like, sometimes you got to piss somebody off and they'll take that deep breath and their face will change a little bit. Their eyes are closed or blink a little bit like they're trying to gather themselves. I pay attention to that now. And when Randy does it the first time, I try to, like, listen. You try. I try. I try to, like, bring it in. But, you know, Flubber can't be contained. Cannot. Okay. My thing. My first thing. My body image issues. I know mm. has taken a toll on this relationship mm. for years. I think that I am getting better slowly but surely. I do. I don't know if you. How many years have passed? Ten. Definitely would say you've made progress in the last ten years. I think therapy has helped. I think. Having girlfriends and and being honest with myself and recognizing that my thoughts aren't always rational, thanks to my therapist, has definitely helped. I think working out, because um, we know I, I, I like to work out, I like to move my body, just make an effort to work out, even if the scale doesn't move how I want, um, helps me re- feel like I'm doing good. But I know that it's hard to love about me. I know that you get frustrated because you love my body. You always have. Mm-hmm. and. You've never said one bad thing about it. No, no matter throughout not. all the years of weight gain Mm-mm. or weight loss, Mm-mm. birth control, Mm-mm. pregnancies, Mm-mm. you just, you loved and love my body. Cause that shit fine. And, um, and I wish that, I know that you wish that your validation affirmation was enough. I do. But I think that it's great for us to see that, you know, like it's not about you. Like, it's not about whether you like it or not. It's not about if someone compliments me. It's really something internal, something at my core. And I think I developed this as a child. Um, When I did used to really love my body, then I go see family. And the first thing they say is, you know, you're fat. Or, like, (laughs) what you've been eating. Or or when I lost a lot of weight. I've never heard anybody just come out and say you're fat. But they do approach it with the, you know. Or when I've lost weight. Do you eat? You know, like it's never, yeah. and it's really hard um, not to internalize that as a child when it's people you love. And so I've, I've had to learn how to advocate for myself and not need people to like my body for me to like my body. Mm-hmm. Um, so I know that that's difficult. And I know that it impacts you having to watch me walk past mirrors, staring at my butt on my toes, or just doing crazy shit. <laughs> but I know that's hard. I love you. I love you too. Um, and you, you're right. I, I think I forget when it was where I really just was like, it's not about me. Yeah. I, it took me a minute. I, it was before we got married mm-hmm. that I came to that realization. Like, this is just something you got to work through because I'm not crazy. I got eyes and I look at you and I know what you look like. Mm-hmm. And I love what you look like. Thank I'm you. I'm not the only one. I love <laughs> what you look like. You know, but, but I recognize that there is something that you see that's just different. Um, and I think we had a conversation back in high school, college, and there was, it was college. There was like a Facebook post and somebody said something like, um, don't Mikey tell you that you're beautiful or something like that. When you had oh. posted, yeah, you posted about Miss Palmer. Yeah. 
Do you care? Oh, sorry. I didn't but, no, I was, I was tra- <laughs> and you were trying to like share that. He was like, yeah, but you know, this ain't about him. This is just yeah, like a way thought, that I feel. The, the person thought that I was um, a lot trying of people, to get I would say like men can't really, couldn't really make that connection. Like, how, why would you think this way? Unless like your man is talking down about you. That's the only thing that makes sense to me because you look great, you know, yeah. or something like that. But yeah, I recognize that that is a battle that you were fighting before I got with you. And I can't think that just because you with me now, I'm going to solve all your issues. Yeah. And make you think and see what I see. And that's just not how it works. But I still try every day to make sure you know that I ain't checking for nobody else. And you the finest. And I like your body. Thank you. You're welcome. All right. Huh. That was good. Um, Another flaw that I recognized that can be detrimental to my marriage and problematic to you is my stubbornness. Um, we've mentioned before that this can be a positive thing. Mm-hmm. We are stubborn for each other. We're stubborn. You know, we'll like, we'll fight for this. That's not always good when we don't need to be arguing about something that's not going to get worked out in this moment. Okay. I need um, an example. For example, I am really trying to like get you to see a point that I'm making. Actually, let me say that for the next one. Other than, uh, other than stubbornness, I say like I'm a perfectionist and I have OCD. And I think that that what is your perf- you. I don't I don't consider you perfectionist. I don't either. However, upon further examination, I like things a particular way. I like things to be done in a way that makes sense to me. And sometimes because it makes sense to me in a way and I'm like really like gung-ho about it, like I'm not really trying to hear. I don't think that's perfectionism. That's What, do you think? what would you call it? Stubbornness. Okay. <laughs> that, <laughs> like I think you're being stubborn. Like you're not stubbornness. you're not willing to like you you're not willing to compromise. Yes. All the time. Yes. Or like I'm not. When we okay. Should. So when so there are times when I, I feel like I'm like the greatest at doing certain things. There are times when I sincerely struggle, and in those times when I struggle, it can be very, very difficult because I could see you say, saying, you know, you normally don't have a hard time with this. Why are you struggling with like letting this thing go or like talking to me about this thing? Because like I may have already had my mind made up, and I'm thinking like this may be the best course of action. Um, like I'll just use this as an example. So I know. So I get thirsty. Right. And we're about to record. <laughs> oh my That's a good God. one. That's a good one. So we're about to record, but I get like dry mouth sometimes when I'm talking. And we know when you're recording, the mics pick up noise in the background. Yes. But I don't like warm water. Mikey. So I'll get water and I'll With put ice, ice in it. In it. <laughs> it's so annoying. I know. But my logic is I can let the ice melt so that the water will still be cold by the time I'm ready to drink so it. So maybe it's not stubbornness. Maybe sometimes you can be a little selfish. Yes. Is it so? It, this that sounds could, like selfish. A, not like all this the time. Like a lot but of different things. I think it's a mixture. I think being stubborn can be selfish. Stubbornness, selfishness, and you really more just like this is just what I want right now. Right, which okay. is selfish. Yes. You know that doesn't make you a bad person. It just makes. But you selfish. when those little little selfish moments add up, it can be bad. Bad. So like just and then examining I don't like those you, things. and I don't want to not like you before we record. And that's fair. So what you. I did today was I put a Gatorade in the freezer <laughs> about forty minutes prior. I pulled the Gatorade out. The Gatorade is not clinking around. I have taken a sip from this Gatorade multiple times today. And no and one it has, has heard you, and I don't hear all. it in my earphones. I know, which I've told you over and over again. Like the ice is loud. Stop being trifling. But I'm not but trifling. I get it because I'm working on it. You are. But yeah, that is. That is. I get it. I get why you chose that one. Okay. Thank you for helping me work through that, love. You're welcome. Am I doing too much? 
Nope. Okay. <laughs> okay. So my second one was my anxiety and my type A. Mm. I am very, um, you know, I work really hard. You know, I, I I think out of both of us, I am the perfectionist. I like, I won't go to sleep if something needs done. I think it's done. shared, but I would say you more so. Than I'm just very type A. I, I like, can let things be. And I can't. And I, you can't. And I, I can't rest until I find something. I have a lot of anxiety. I hate to be late. I think about a lot of things that, have, and anxiety like impacts everything. Anybody who suffers from anxiety knows. Um like it makes me have to use the restroom. Like I just, it just throws off everything. <laughs> I'm just very anxious, and a lot of times my anxiety translates into worry. It presents itself um, a lot of different and into ways. fear. Yeah. Um, especially after the baby, I was just like, listen, I don't want you like you know out when it's raining. You know, <laughs> it could increase your chances of death. <laughs> Not even that. You'll be Just like, I don't general. want you out because it's the middle of the day. Why you got to be out? <laughs> it could be sunny. You are like running to the Kroger or something. I'd be like, well, I can go with you because if we die, we're going together. Um, but I know that my anxiety, you know, it translates into also being very defensive about you. You've never said, though, that it was rational thinking. Never. Not right. once. You've always been like, I know irrational. this is irrational, but I can't because stop. Because anxiety... Um, also translate into like a cognitive distortion it makes me feel like i can mind read i know what people are thinking and i don't uh, <laughs> i you minimize situations i maximize situation i catastrophize i'm just always a lot a lot mm. and i know that compared to me in that sense you are not you're more just like you know babe there's no evidence or proof that anything that you've said is going to happen so I'm gonna go to the store. Not even. I just take it. I take it one step further. I will acknowledge the things that you're saying. Right. Your, I mean, you fears, are affirming, but I know may that not it be irrational. You. But some of the stuff you say is possible. You'd be like, a plane could crash into the house. The probability I of that is that. like, I'm just saying, like the probability of that is small, but it could happen. So I'd be like, you know what? If I see it, I'll avoid it. I just know that I'm often on edge a lot. Um, but it's really just because I know it's because I care about you. Yes. And I love you, and I want you to live a long time. And or for I us to die together. Want but to live a long time with you, that, Andy. I just don't feel like you care as much about your <laughs> see, life. You see how you're thinking someone's thinking something and you're wrong. Right. I and do I know care I'm type A. Just as much. Um, which helps us with our bills and stuff. When we miss bills, we be on it. Yeah, we always on you it. You know, but other ways, type A-ness is not always fun. And I just look crazy. And you think that's one of the things that makes it hard, that's hard to love about you? Do you disagree? I'll, I'll address it at the end. I'll address it again. Okay. Okay. So this one, this one came to me immediately when we started talking about stuff because I recognize that this is a thing causes a lot of arguments in the Chapman household. Um, maybe not a lot, but it always escalates things. Mm-hmm. Um, so I have this reliance on my personal preference of communication. Yeah. What I mean by that is when something's going wrong and it feels like we're about to argue or there's a, a misunderstanding or a disagreement. I have to talk it out right there. I want to talk it out because I don't want nothing to linger. I'd rather deal with it and be done. I think it's just for the best of us, you know, as far as like communication. These are the things we practice. These are the things we talked about. I'll often mention, you know, you are the reason why I am this way. You have like set this standard and now I'm trying to like me. And it I think presents that's a form itself. Of fighting dirty. Yeah, it is. It it it, it, it can be. It can be very like triggering, though that may not be my intention. 
that is the only way that I can like explain it. Like this is how I am in this space because I don't want to I don't want to drag this out. But that's I don't come up in your like work have... before. Eh? Didn't somebody tell you that it's like really you not really wanting to talk? What you mean? And then what she said, like you, y'all were in training and y'all had to do an exercise and you realized that you did more, that you were doing more of those things than you thought that you were doing. I can't remember what it was, but there was some training that you did this summer and she had you like, y'all all had to like write down things that you did and you realized that you did a lot of those things. I'm trying to get an example. You... I don't know, like you realized in arguments that you'd be like, I cannot remember, but you did it this summer when you did part of your trauma training mm-hmm. and a therapist led it and you came home really excited and you apologized about something. Do you not remember apologizing about? I remember you... vaguely what you're talking about. Okay. never mind. I remember that happening. Uh, I don't remember. I don't remember what it was about, but I remember coming home with a lot of information like from someone who's already already been through trauma. This can be re-traumatizing. And I apologize for yeah adding this on to like yeah yeah so yeah that is difficult to love about you yeah like it's not and it's not um and it comes from a place of me trying to help which can make things worse because i'm in my mind i'm thinking well this is this can only benefit us if we deal with this now if we don't let it linger also we have like different communication styles while i need to deal with it now because um, in relationships before you or just outside of you, whenever something's going on and me and somebody leave it a certain way, I'm not interested anymore in like revisiting it. I don't really care. And that's I can what let I told you. Go. I become disinterested. I was like, like, well, that's something deeper you need to work on because I'm your wife. And that's what and I'm saying. You, like, and if a 15 minute break can like keep you from all of a sudden get you disinterested, you weren't really mad in the first place. That's not true. I'm just saying. saying like, <laughs> I'm so just like, again, what I was trying to say is in my mind, I just the way I work, this is the way I think, this is the way I am. This has always been who I am. And I have always been like a let's deal with it now type of person instead of put it off until later. It won't be addressed the same way. Um, we'll forget. Well, I'll forget what it is that I'm trying to say. Um, I'm better at communicating. You would, you would let me know. I'm better at communicating things immediately. Um, Whereas, you know, the difference there being is you need some time. Sometimes you need time to calm down. Sometimes when we are in like the heat of it, you're not even like there because you're upset naturally, you know, if it, if it's gotten to that point. And that doesn't help when you have somebody looking at you like, talk to me, talk to me when you are trying to get your mind right. Um, and this is just something that this is a flaw that I've been working on with trying to either remain calm in these situations, try to not to get to having these arguments in the first place or just trying it out by like just giving you the space um i think we we came to a compromise once and we were just like i can i was like i can do 10 minutes i can do 10 minutes and we can come back if that's something that you need and i don't think we've like done it i mean i think we have a general statute of limitations i think that we know how to communicate now or we try to remember remember to communicate like hey i need a moment or hey i can't talk right now i think we do our best to remember to do that but in here a moment in arguments, I think we continue the back and forth and then realize that we need to have multiple conversations as the days continue until it's resolved. But you do have a tendency to want to handle everything that night um, or that morning or whatever so that it can be done. But that's just not how people work. Um, Because there are sometimes even when I think we resolve something and the next day I realize you're still a little upset (laughs) or you thought about something like Mother's Day. I thought we was good. I woke up like, okay. And you were still like upset. And we had to have that 
both of us are still a little bothered, but we were we still weren't right, even though we had talked. Yeah. That night. Well, that I think in that situation we hadn't resolved anything. We just we I left it. You know, I didn't I didn't even push further. You didn't push any further. We just kind of went to sleep. Yeah. And so, so that's, that's why I was I mean. like, I think day, that but... we're learning that certain conversations take a few days. But you said earlier, you said like that's just not how people work, and I disagree because I. I'm I mean, not, I'm still like, a person. Yeah, and I mean, I, I'm saying you. That doesn't well, work for you. It's not just me. I know. It's not just but me. I'm, saying I'm not the only one who also is just like right. I need to. Do You're this not now. the only one, but you are with someone that does not have yes. the same communication that's styles. That's what I'm saying. Like that's not how you're not married to yourself. Yeah, you're married to yourself. You could you can do this, but you are you aren't you aren't you married me and you know when we were younger we were allowed to go take steam, some steam off in our room. You know, don't slam the door, but if you need to close your door, close it. You know, if you mm-hmm. need to talk about me, don't make make sure I don't hear it type thing and so you saying that's how you were that's how our mom was okay and so we got to gather our thoughts we got to write it out we got to journal and then come back and be like hey and so it's very i'm not used to having to be like let's do this right now i'm like well no i've had years before you where i got to process Mm -hmm. what's going on and i was I was completely different. I was I have was raised and learned to process quickly so that we can deal with this quickly and be done with it. Yeah, but that don't always happen. What you mean? Like y'all don't like right? Who who taught you? My my mother. This is that was how she she may not communicate certain things a certain way, but that is how that is how we grew up. That is how we were taught to deal with other people. Okay. So with each other, we may not always process things immediately. We still ain't talking about some shit in my family, but right, which um, is why it's always so difficult for me to understand but no, this is, why we you were, struggle with we were raised with how to how to work around and treat other people and those things may not always been done within the house but we were taught how to move outside of our homes um and we didn't always do everything inside the house like how we did it outside i mean that's fair but yeah that's i agree with your thing I, I agree with that that is difficult sometimes in the marriage to know that you like to communicate a certain way and to want to live up to that but just recognize to be self-aware enough to be like that ain't me today Today, I need 15 minutes. And it took a minute to become more aware of you. Yeah. And get that and be like, I. Right. And not take it so personal because it's nothing personal. Yeah, no, I want to talk to you. always taken personal. I want to talk to you and you want me to talk to you a certain way and I can't fight clean like right now. <laughs> so I need for you to give me 15 minutes because I just fuck it all up. Yeah. And I don't want to have to explain it to you and then have to apologize. Who wants to do that? You would have to. Right. With what you would say. Exactly. Yes. So I need 15 you protect yourself <laughs> and you I, that's fair more so yourself but in you i, I don't want to be mean to you and that's fair. So give me 15 understandable <laughs> i don't want to be mean to you let's talk about this now you see where <laughs> yeah i know so yeah it's you know still something we're working on look at that <laughs> something that we're working on um honestly if there's anybody out there that can relate to this please just be like yeah we working on that too i'm sure there is but that's that's one of the things that i really would like to master at some point in this relationship and even if i never do i would like to get better at it i mean i think it comes with time we only been married two years yeah but i know you forever i know but we realized we didn't really talk until we got married so it's really only been two years of us no i do not i rebuke you I do not believe that. No, Mikey, we've been, already no. we've already know that we never talked. We did talk. We thought we did. We did. We did. <laughs> we, there were some things that we talked about that we didn't know until later in life. That yeah, y'all handled that correctly. It's good that y'all were open about these things. Oh, okay. So my last thing is what is it? Pride. I know I can be prideful. Mm. Um, Say it again. What was your thing? 
You know what? I'm just kidding. I just I didn't catch it because I was drinking my Gatorade. No, you weren't. I was thinking about it. I had, yeah. Go ahead. Pride. I know that I can be prideful. Um, you think this is one of the things that's hard to love about you? Yes, because my pride impacts my communication. <laughs> Ironically, right. um, you'd be like, "What's wrong?" And I don't want to be. While I'm all big on vulnerability and transparency, we all know I do not actually like it, and so. Um, I would rather you know what's going on with me so that I don't have to say it. It makes me feel awkward sometimes. I feel a little crazy sometimes. And um, but I know like when I every time I get over that hump of feeling embarrassed by how I may be feeling, um, we're better. And Yeah, there's but I still have a lot of pride about opening up to you about what what i'm thinking sometimes mainly because of all the other things we've recognized i know that my anxiety bothers you i know that my type a-ness bothers you except when it works in the benefit of us um <laughs> or like me when i could like use my powers for good and so i don't want to be like i'm i'm thinking something or i'm feeling something that i know will bother you but we know that you just can't do that in relationships you can't no. like not talk about it just because you know that this is a problem. And I hate knowing that something that I thought I was good at or thought that I had mastered had not been mastered. And it's hard to share that. This is hilarious because it's related to my fight or flight. I may have to switch it up. Is it? Yeah. So um, it is your fight or flight this time. Yeah, it is. So, yeah, I know that pride, my pride makes it hard to love me. I know you'd be having to exhale and hold your breath and clean or do something. To get away from me and my pride <laughs> until I'm ready to not be so prideful. Okay. But yeah, that's my last thing. All right. Well, before we wrap this up, let me just say, looking through your list, mm-hmm. you named body image issues, anxiety, being type A, and pride. Yes. Now, all of those things, while it can lend to being difficult to love you or being difficult to live with you, honestly, it doesn't make it hard for me to love you because of those things. You're such a piety. I'm I'm. I wanted to wrap this up by saying all of those things you just named are a large part of why I love you. Okay. You were this really weird, like you, you were, you've always been brilliant since I f- first met you. You're just really, really smart. That was because of your type A. <laughs> because you won't let yourself fail. You won't allow yourself to like slip. You were always on it. And because of that, I, I found that shit attractive. I did. Like she always got her shit together, which is very hard to find. You can ask anybody dating right now. I don't know because I ain't a part of that life. But dudes out there on dating apps right now just no, seeing please. that people ain't got their lives together. You know, like no. it, it happens. It happens. Um, body image issues. Again, I ain't never had no issue with your body's image. I so I know. I know. And part we, we make jokes about this, but like we always say, if you ever recognized how like good you looked, you'd have been a hoe. I've been evil. And that's what my mom <laughs> said. She's like... <laughs> She was like, if you had your sister's body with your personality, you'd be a hoe. And if Brie had your body with her personality, she would. So she's happy that we are who we are. Not, you, not to knock hoes now, okay? Because I wish sometimes I had yeah. a hoe phase, but I didn't. You know, you it's did. okay. I didn't. With me. With you, but like, there were some formative years. But like, like a real hoe phase. Which was, so it wasn't real with me? Is that what you're saying? It was with one person. So? It could be a hoe for one, dude. It's so easy to say that when you've had one. What you mean? <laughs> <laughs> what you talking about? All right. And last but not least, your pride. <laughs> your pride. Yes. It yes. was just one of those things. It was one of those things that again I found attractive. It was it's not it doesn't make it hard to 
love you. It can be hard to deal with sometimes, especially because you just said you recognize that you could be prideful sometimes. But in those moments where you recognize it, it makes it worth it because she can just outright say, yeah, this is my pride. My bad. I fucked up. I'm sorry. I love hearing I'm sorry from you when like, I know you just recognize it. If like life feels fair, there's understanding. I don't feel crazy no more. And you don't need to feel crazy no more holding on to something. And it's just, it works. But yeah, it can be hard to like live with sometimes, but all of those reasons, I love you. So what do you find hard to love about me? And then I'll give you my (laughs) one. What do I find hard to love about you? That's just, it's hard. I love everything about I do. I be really wrapped up in you. Like (laughs) it's, it can be hard when you surprise me. What? When you go off script, when you are not yourself. Those in moments like that in our relationship was the only time where I was like, yo, who the fuck is this? Oh, like, you mean like when we argue? Like, yeah, we talked oh, about we this fight. on the podcast. When you threw the damn <laughs> utensil thing, which hasn't been replaced yet. No. Like, like when you act out of character, be like, who the fuck is this? This is not, that don't work for me. So those things be like, yeah, I don't know this person. So I'm going to let them be. And maybe my wife will come back. Like those things. Okay. When you are, when you act out of your character, I'm like, yeah, nah. That's hard. That's, that's hard to love. Like, ooh. <laughs> your face yes okay so what's hard thing. to love about me baby i know this wasn't part of the production meeting but i figured it wasn't because i didn't have no time let's just be real to think um what beyonce say in that song you say you want to be real right? happy yeah um what's hard to love about you my love um it's okay you don't even have to look at me let me look away well it's not looking at you part i just you said one mm-hmm. i'm trying not to say anything on your list but hmm, i don't really know how to it's hard to love that when you mentioned being thirsty earlier i thought you were gonna say a different type of thirsty like the figurative thirsty not like <laughs> what? the actual thirsty because because you're such a good person and you really want to like spread the wealth mm-hmm. i feel like you it's hard to love when you get wrapped up in wanting friends not like as a couple but like when you when you it's hard to like watch you be cool with people i know don't reciprocate the work you put in i get it and that's really difficult to watch because i'm the one that lives with you me and Groot deal with a depression we deal with you feeling down we deal with you Getting up, you know, and healing and like watching that whole process and seeing how beautiful that is. Um, just to see you, it's like constantly watch you go back to bad, to a relationship, like a bad breakup. And it's just, it's really difficult to, um, like let you be Mikey in that sense. And that's where my anxiety kicks in and my worry because I'm very defensive about you and I want you to be safe, not just physically, but mentally and emotionally. Um, and partly because I know that I'm the one that's invested in you and that will do the work. To like help you feel better um, and get better. And so it's hard feeling like we've made like um, or like you've made strides and just your self-confidence um, and just how you feel as a person just to be hurt again by like people I know don't love you like you love them or even like them. But like I have to let you be Mikey. And I know there are a lot of things I do that you don't, disagree, you don't agree with. And you have to let me be Randy. And part of being married and loving each other and choosing to love each other is to deal with all of that. And so I'm willing and ready to do the work. It's just really hard doing the work. It's hard work. And nobody likes really likes hard work, really. But I do. Wait, like which part is hard work? The 
watching you part when I feel like it's just going to go south and and to work with you to build you back up, like to put the pieces back together. It's me and you at the end of the day. And so and that's hard work to do by yourself, Um, just like it is, you know, for you Mm. to have to put me back together and be the one that's stuck in this house with me, you know. Um, And so, yeah, that's difficult. Yeah, I could I could see that. I am really big on it. I just always was big on like connecting with people yeah. and being close to people. And I always gave more than what I got. Yeah. And it was, it's, it's just, that's just who I've been. And I think out of all of the people who I've given all I've got and received back equal has been you. So I get why it would be difficult for you to see me still doing that, like putting myself out there. Yeah, it's for like people, giving somebody everything. And I'm like, but gonna... they don't deserve that. And, that's and it's coming to my everything. And I completely understand. <laughs> so now let me just say this. I will never give anybody else what I give you until one day we have a kid. Yeah. That's, that's and that'll, your new best friend. And then I'm good. When I, I tell you I'm good until the next one comes after that, I'm good. <laughs> and when people in the world see what I do with my kids, yeah. It'll be like, oh sh- yeah. That's what's up. That's that. That's the not even people. I don't give a fuck what people in the world think. Like my family, the people closest to me, people who I love. I want them to see. And I want you to see what it looks like when I give that and get it back. Yeah, and you will because kids kids love you. They Straight do. kids who Which don't means know my you kid love will you. hate me. <laughs> that's not true. <laughs> that's not true. Hopefully not. But I don't think it's true. I'm prepared for it until one day they realize, hey, my dad was cool. It always happens. If you're a good dad, they always come around. Shout out to the good dad. My ba- yeah, Father's Day just passed. Yeah, happy Father's I Day. I forgot to mention this. Um, there's some men in my life who I love very deeply and will always appreciate the work that they put in to their kids. Some men who don't even know me. Um, and I don't know if you'll ever hear this, but shout out to Will. He'll catch that if he knows Will? me. Will. Uh, Smith? No, not Will Smith. Will is a person who's recently had a baby with somebody who I've known my whole life. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, I like seeing that boy, oh, that dude with his kid. About. It just yeah, it's nice. Like I love seeing new fathers. Actually, like being fathers, it's a big deal to me. Yeah, for obvious reasons. And fathers who are young, actually taking responsibility for their kids and being present for their kids, I love it. I like that. That's like a wave now. If that's like the new wave, taking care of your shit. So happy belated Father's Day. Yes, by hearing this. Um, and that was the episode. That was the episode. Hope y'all like that. Let us know. Y'all can leave us voicemails now. We can. So if you thought it was trash, just leave us a voicemail. We'll delete it after we hear it. But, you know, <laughs> tell us if it was straight or not. Okay. Yeah. Fight or flight. As far as engagement for this one, oh, I don't sorry. know. Y'all, I y'all know who we are. Y'all know how we are. Just tell us, obviously, share some things that you find difficult to love about your partner. I'm not going to ask you to talk about yourself. I want you to tell us something. Why? Because I'm curious. I'm curious what people would say about what is hard to love. Not like things they dislike, but what's hard to love, like for real love, about the person you love. And yourself. I want to know what you also know about yourself because you're not about to be out Anybody here. That, and not that, you know. Well, that's another thing. Maybe your thing deep. is I'm not self-aware. Huh, maybe. But I would like to hear both. No? I think it'd be interesting. I think it's funnier to hear about what Because maybe the thing that's hard to love about your partner happens because something's hard to love about you. Mm. Just mm. Like maybe it's a direct result of something that's difficult about yourself. <laughs> That's deep. I'm just saying. That's real deep. Mikey. I, what? I love you. I really thought it was deep. Did you? I can't tell the way you're looking. I am looking deeply into your eyes saying. <laughs> well, you play a lot, which goes back to your number one. <laughs> so I can't tell. All right. I love you. 
fight or flight. You ready for this? <sighs> We're going to make this one quick. Are we? Because I think that this could go badly if we don't put it in the context that it's in. And I want you to just listen to what it is that I'm telling you. Okay. <laughs> are, you, are you, I don't want you thinking no deeper into this than what I'm telling you. Can you do that for me? Mm-hmm. I'm just trying to front load it and communicate with you because that's important. I don't like it when you don't share what you are thinking about me. Ugh. Now, <laughs> what I mean by that, I know that you know that some of your thoughts can be irrational and everything else that we just unpacked and dove into in the last segment. When you are having these thoughts, I don't know if you recognize this, but you're really quiet. <laughs> you're really quiet and you have one your thinking face. And those are moments, Randy, where it's very often where I'd be like, what's wrong? And it can lead to so many things that are wrong. Me asking what's wrong in a moment where there's nothing wrong, but it looks like there was something wrong because you was a deep thought about something starts arguing. <laughs> it does. And it, it. Because you can won't lead stop. To, I won't stop because I know there was something. And st- we've had a, con- it is, it's, it's, and that's a thing that we just talked about. It's one of my flaws mm-hmm. is that I really want to know mid conversation. Well, then just argument. ask, what are you thinking? So, okay. I'm just saying. Okay. <laughs> or because what I'm bringing up right now is I want you to share what it is you're thinking. Be like, Hey babe, do you think dot, 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 instead of saying, yeah, he must think dot, 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 because dot, 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 whatever other thing you might have like made up to like go with the first thing that you were thinking. I would love to have some of those conversations you have in your head with you. So one, you don't have those thoughts that are like wrong and then keep going further into like wrong thoughts mm-hmm. and coming to wrong conclusion. And two, I, I like talking to you and we don't be talking when you be in your head. I don't really want to be around you in like silence or like with the TV on all the time. I would like to dive into some of the wild shit you may be thinking. <laughs> Okay. Okay. So the next time you see me, I don't know, we sit in the living room, I'm clipping my toenails. Mikey. And you think for a moment, does he hate me? I want you to just say it out loud. <laughs> like, baby, do you hate me? And I'll be like, no, babe, why? Well, I was just thinking that so many dudes hate so many women and it like presents itself in so many ways. I just want to know, do you deep down? Like, I would like to like unpack that with you and talk about that stuff with you because I know... <laughs> I, I know these things run through your head. Now I know, no, because we've had a conversation about it. But I just want you to share what you think about me when you are thinking something. And you're like really going in about it, like really diving into a thought without having any like reason behind it. Okay. You talk to me? Yes. I'm not going to fight you. Okay. I'm just going to flee and say I would do my best. I recognize that as a pride thing. And I'm also needing to communicate, hey, I need a moment. Like, yeah. I know I'm thinking these things in my head, but I actually can't. I don't have the language for it yet. No, sometimes they're not all, like, bad things. Sometimes they're just, like, Thanks, the last thing you said was just, like, funny. And I was like, that would have been a real interesting conversation for us to have together. I think I remember what you're talking about. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yesterday, you woke up and you told me about a dream you had. <laughs> <laughs> and after this, we can go ahead and sign out. But we talked for damn near an hour it was about this wild-ass dream. dream that was completely It was crazy. Foolish. Can we not tell the dream? Nah, we'll save it for another episode. But you was you you talking about something that just can't wouldn't physically happen given where we live and where we are in science. But we talked for an hour it about it. It seems so real. And I enjoyed having foolish dream conversation. I do not mind having foolish thought conversation. Share. <laughs> Share okay. what's on your biscuit. Okay. All right. All right. Well, that was episode fifteen.
15. Before we go, we have to do our PDA. Mm-hmm. Um, and you go first, love. Um, hmm. Why do you love me? Wait, why, why don't, don't you, you, babe? Don't why do you love me? Don't you know, I'm just, I'm new to, to Beyonce. You are not. I'm new, like new, new. He's a new stan. What does that mean? <laughs> you really like her now. In the beginning, you did. I didn't mind her. She just wasn't my favorite of Destiny's Children. But, okay, we're not getting, okay. No, let's, what, you want to talk about how Kelly was the best? I don't care about who was the best. I love them all. I like them all. I just like Kelly more. Why do you have to compare? Because like, that's what people do with artists. You compare artists. Okay, so my PDM. Share. Hmm. Babe, you cleaned like the whole house. I did. But more importantly, our closet. <laughs> and you've made it so functional. And I really just appreciate that I you can work. How much space we had in that closet. Yeah, it's a big closet. I appreciate that you work all day. Um, you come home and cook a lot of the days, especially this week. Um, and you just like clean. I know that's your thing. Like that comes naturally to you. And I wish it did for me so that I could do it for you. But it's really like a chore for me. But I really appreciate that you just get our life in order. You, you're very organized in that sense. And it's just made it feel really great to like breathe and to realize we have like a lot of space. And I appreciate th- that the work that you've been doing around the house. Um, because you're like, you know, you can sit in it, but you like get up and you and you like fix the house and so i really appreciate you doing that <laughs> i do because it really won't get done in the way that you like it to get done um or in the time frame because i'll eventually do it you know but you're just so um meticulous with that and the house looks great and the closet looks great and i feel like i can breathe and i really appreciate you doing this extra work outside of the work that you already do so thank you you're welcome okay gotta take care of home yes i appreciate you for saying that you're welcome. It's nice to be recognized. Okay. No, I'm sorry. I was just sitting this with that This is why we have second. all this dead space. Y'all don't understand okay. how much dead space I edit because Mikey just sits here. All right, Randy. <laughs> the dead space ain't all me. It's a lot of you. No, it's not. Anywho. <laughs> come on. You going to do this before I got to do my PDA? Sorry. Go ahead. Man, I don't even know nothing. No more. All right. <sighs> there are so many things in this moment that I want to tell about why I love you so much. I know. I just, but I will start with the fact that, again, you continue to be consistently great to me on a daily basis, even in times where you don't necessarily need to be. But you do your best to make sure that you are kind. You are actively trying to fight those moments where you could snap on me. And I notice. <laughs> I notice. I see you fighting differently. <laughs> And I'm proud of you for it. The the breaths you take in are sharper and deeper. The uh, faces you make in are angrier for shorter time periods. It's like, I see you. I see you. And I'm very proud of the work and effort you are putting in to not killing your husband. Now, Randy watches a lot of Snapped for all of the people that's listening out there. All those like murder shows and things like that. And I think it's important to tell this to a public space because if something happens to you, I do want you to look at my wife first. Randy has lots of ideas of how to get rid of me, but I noticed that she has been trying to push them down in her mind when they start to come up. I know you know a thousand and one ways to kill someone now. I, I And how to properly get away with it. I just know actually that it's really hard to get away with it, which is part of the reason why I have not murdered anyone yet. It's hard. It's getting harder now. It is getting harder. To get away with it. And yes. I just don't have the time or the energy to like 
you're like 6'2 and 270 pounds. I'd rather Smaller love you. Smaller women have killed bigger For men. less. Yeah. I know. So thank you for not murdering me. <laughs> what type of PDA <laughs> is this? You make me feel affectionate when you try not to kill me. I love you. Babe, you make it sound like I don't like you. And I really no, do like you. I know you like me. I down. do. And everyone else knows that you like me. But? But you look at me like you want to kill me sometimes. Babe, and I'm just highlighting that you have been working on it. And I appreciate that's just because, it. because, you know, I just, you know, you're a lot. And I know I'm yeah, a lot. We just, we covered that. <laughs> that, was, that was the first thing on the list. <laughs> I, I love you. <laughs> oh my God, we're nuts. Closing. Uh, be sure to check out our website. Yes, blackmillennialmarriage.com. Now, like if I you said, open it up on your phone. Yes, you will see the leave feedback and it's a call button. And you can call us. We will not pick up. We turn on the do not disturb settings. It goes straight to voicemail. So you don't have to have any of that anxiety about will they answer? We won't. So you'll just get the voicemail <laughs> greeting and you can leave your feedback, leave your name, where you're calling from, um, and your message. If you forget any of that, it's okay. But try to leave your name so we can Please. give you a shout out. Yes. Um. But yeah. All right. Uh, we are still available on everywhere you can listen to. Yeah, podcasts. and rate us on iTunes, Stitcher, and Google yeah, Play. Yeah, I don't think it's enough people out there sharing this podcast with y'all friends. Hmm. That's interesting. Tell more people about this podcast because I, but I have enjoyed new people walking up to me like, "Hey, I listen to." I'm like, oh, really? Yeah, it's nice. Yeah. <laughs> uh, subscribe to our newsletter next giveaway will be at the end of the month so subscribe and i know we were supposed to do it this month but next month we'll ask y'all what y'all want um we'll asking. like actually do a poll we will okay we didn't do a poll this time and that was that was our bad so sorry but if you have any ideas please share them with us so we can get y'all stuff that you actually want or else we're gonna keep giving you stuff that we like Right. <laughs> follow us on social media on instagram we are black millennial marriage on facebook we are black millennial marriage podcast and on twitter what is it babe black meal mayor pod thank you again for listening be blessed don't settle fight clean peace if you dig in what i'm saying we could go deeper i dig it i dig it dig it you dig it, I dig it, I dig it, I dig it, I dig it. You dig it, I dug it, we're good, so yo, I hope you love it, I love it, I got no upper, but none above it. I'm focused on what the funk is, don't know what's so fierce, I'm sipping time to Hey, so if you've listened on up until this point, yep. me and Randy are going to start doing like stuff at the end of the episode, like yes. Marvel credits. But not yeah. trailers, because we aren't that. Nah, we're going to sneak some stuff on the back of episodes, so if you listen all this way, we appreciate you. We ain't got nothing to offer this time, but next episode. Right. We'll come up with something. (laughs) Okay, for real. Bye. Bye.